Praise the Lord. Okay, thank you. It's wonderful to be in the presence of God. Amen? Amen. And to glorify His name for what He's doing in our lives. This morning, I believe indeed, like our brother prayed earlier, that the Lord yet wants to speak to us. Amen? Amen. But before then, let's, let me crave your indulgence. There's a prayer point we, we missed. And I'm sorry I didn't raise it before now. I should have sent it forward. But I want us to just pray for a young man called Paul. You know, he's a, a very brilliant young man. He, he was right here amongst us. He's, he's, he's now um, in the U.S. I think he was sick. He, had, he was been afflicted with uh, leukemia. And the doctors have, you know, almost as usual, the doctors have given up. But we know the Lord does not give up on us. Amen. So I want you to just, you know, speak to God. Let's arise and just speak to God and ask for mercy. And ask for mercy. The parents have also just realized that the only hope for them is in Christ. Let's pray that the Lord will answer for them. That the mercy of God will prevail in this situation. God, the Bible says, shall the lawful captive be delivered in thee? Shall the prey be taken from the terrible one? But thus said the Lord, he said, I will fight for you. I will rescue you. I will deliver you. I will contend with them that contend with thee. Let's ask that God will contend indeed on behalf of this young man this day. Are you praying for Emmanuel Marcus who lost the baby? Okay. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, we just lift up Paul before you unto your throne of mercy. We ask indeed at this time we cannot do anything of our own. But we have come unto you, unto your throne of grace, that we might find help at this time. Lord, let grace, O God, let your help be ministered unto this young man in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus avail for him right now. That the blood will speak for him. The blood will restore his health, O God, and the glory to your holy name. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. We're also going to remember our brother Marcos and his family. They had a son. His name was Isaiah Marcos. Very wonderful name. But the Lord chose to take him on. He could not stay with us. Our prayer is for the family that the Lord will comfort their hearts. Let's pray. That the Lord will comfort their hearts. The Lord will comfort their hearts. The Lord will comfort their hearts. That the spirit of comfort will minister fresh life unto them at this time. That the Lord yet will restore unto them. Even many folds. The Lord will have more to give unto them. And they will be here just like the, the, the families we have seen over the last three weeks. They will come here to give glory to the name of the Lord. They will come here to testify of what the Lord has done. In the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I want you to just take a song, I have decided to follow Jesus. I don't know how many know that song. 
I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. If you have decided to follow Jesus, just lift up your hands and worship Him. Oh yes, to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. I have decided. I have decided. To follow Jesus, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Why don't you take that towards? To prayer to God this day, say, Lord, this day I have come before you. I am following you. I have made a decision to follow you. And this day, even as I have come before you, God, let me hear your voice. Jesus says, They that have come unto me, they hear my voice. They follow me. Say, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd speaks unto his own. They hear his voice. The voice of another they will not hear. Say, God, Lord, this day I want to hear your voice. Let your word come through, O God, this day. To bring healing unto our hearts, O God. To take us onto that higher ground, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your name, O God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. One more time. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. This morning we'll quickly look into the word of God. The Bible says, and we'll start right from the beginning. Amen. In the book of Genesis chapter 1. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Amen. The Bible says, for God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. Amen. The Bible says, God commanded light to shine out of darkness. Praise the Lord. So we see two things here. The first one is what? What came first, by the way? <laughs> Strange enough. What came first? Darkness. The Bible says, and darkness covered what? The face upon the face of the deep. So darkness exists by default. Praise the Lord. Darkness exists by default. There are so many things we can say about light and darkness. The first one I want to just say to us right now is that darkness exists by default. Praise the Lord. The other point we see here is that we can say clearly, physically, 
that darkness and light are what? They are direct opposites. Amen? The Bible says, when light comes, what happens? Darkness disappears. So darkness exists. But when light comes, amen, darkness will cease to exist. Amen? In other words, to get rid of darkness, what do you do? If you enter into a room and it's dark, what do you do? Switch on the light. Praise the Lord. And that is the truth that we see. The Bible says, the psalmist says in the book of Psalm 18, 28, the psalmist knew that from experience. In Psalm 18, verse 28, it says, For thou, for thou, he was talking to God. He said, for thou will do what? Will lighten Verse 28. He said, For thou will light my candle. Amen. The Lord my God will do what? Will enlighten my darkness. Praise the Lord. So we see that darkness is overcome by what? By light. So when darkness exists, the way to get rid of darkness is to receive light. Amen? And that's why this day, I believe as we receive the light of the word of God this day, every darkness in us will disappear. In Jesus' name. The Bible also tells us in, John, in the book of John chapter 3. So much we can say about darkness and light. But in John chapter 3, It says, from verse 19, it says, and this is the condemnation. You know, this was talking about the gift of Jesus. Amen? But I said, God so loved, in John 3, 16, it says, He so loved the world that He gave His Son, that whosoever believes on Him should not perish, but have what? Everlasting life. He said, for God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be what? Might be saved. He said, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is already what? Condemned. Because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son. And this is the condemnation. The condemnation that the world has is that they have rejected what? Light. Because the sun bringeth light. Like we said, the default is darkness. Men in the world lieth in darkness. Amen? The heart of men, right from creation, had been hid from, from the light of God. Amen? But when Jesus comes into the life of a man, he brings what? Light. The Bible says, and that light is the what? Is the light of men. Amen? He said, he that believeth not is not condemned, but he that believeth, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world. And men loved darkness rather than light, because their deeds 
were evil. So we see, light is synonymous with, with what? With the right thing. With manifestation of what is good. Amen? But the Bible tells us here that darkness is synonymous with what? With evil. Praise the Lord. Another thing we can say about light and darkness is that light has intensity. Light can be measured. Amen? In fact, in physics, light is measured in the unit called luminance. Amen? Luminance is the, 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 the measure of the brightness of light. How much of that brightness the, the, the eye can perceive as the eye sees it. Amen? That quantity of light is called, is, is, is measured in luminance and is a measure of the amount of light that is available. Amen? For that reason, it means then that light can also have quantity, right? It can be much and it can be what? Less. And because of the brightness, the way that is expressed is called the brightness. Praise the Lord. In the book of Second Corinthians, the Bible says the God has shined in our hearts. Second Corinthians chapter six and fourteen. We know it says, Be not unequally yoked with with what? Why? In verse fourteen, it says, Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship had righteousness with unrighteousness. And what communion had what? Light with darkness. So, normally, light and darkness do not what? They do not mix. If, one, if, if darkness exists, when light comes, darkness will, will have to give way. Amen? And it also then means that if if light leaves, then what happens? It's replaced with darkness. They don't mix up. Praise the Lord. The only way then that we can see light and darkness coexist is because that light is not shining. Amen? It's not shining as bright as it should. You know, if, if I put off all the lights in this place, there will be and there's no way for light to come in at all. The whole place will be in darkness, right? But if I put on the light and I dim the light, you know, it's possible to dim the light. You know, these days we have some, like in my house, there's a dimmer, yeah? And sometimes when we want some bit of darkness, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> when we want some bit of darkness, what do you do? You dim the light. You bring down the intensity of the light. So that some darkness can come in. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, you see, it then means that when we, are, when we allow some darkness to come in, we can only do that by reducing the intensity of our light. By reducing the light that will shine. And that's why we can understand, because when I was reflecting on this message, can understand why Jesus 
because what all we've been talking about so far is not really the message. I can understand why Jesus said in the book of Matthew. If you turn with me to the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Jesus said, let your light. He said, let your light so shine. In other words, that is what you can do. You know, like we sang, we have made a decision to follow Jesus. That is a decision we, we have made ourselves. Amen? In the same way, we can make a decision to let our light shine. He said, let your light so shine. He didn't say, let your light shine, shine so much. He said, let it so shine before who? Before men. That they may see your good works. You know, we said light is synonymous with good. Amen? Darkness is synonymous with evil. He said, let your light so shine before men. That they may see your good works. And do what? And glorify your Father. Which is in heaven. Amen? So we can understand what Jesus meant by that statement. It's in essence, our light can shine bright or dim. And because, because the darkness is the absence of light, it means then that the only way we have darkness prevailing in our lives is because the light is not shining. And that can then mean that the light is not there. Because we have said that when there is light, darkness disappears. Praise the Lord. If you look at the book of John 8:12, Jesus said unto his disciples, He says, after he had dealt with the issue of the woman that was caught with adultery, and she said unto her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Amen. He says, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me. You know, we said we have decided to follow him. Amen. How many of us sang that song? He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Praise the Lord. In other words, if we are following him, if we are following Jesus, you know, when you are following somebody, you don't take a detour. When you do, you might miss him. <laughs> you know, if we're, sometimes I remember those days when we are, for, we are going in a convoy, we are going somewhere. Then we put the cars on, a, you know, on you know, hazard light so that we can be sure we are following. If you can't see, you miss it, you've lost it. It says, he that is following me shall have light. Amen? And if we are following him, we will have light. Amen? He said, I am the light of the world. Amen? Praise the Lord. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Amen? Jesus is the light of the world. But we, we see also... If we go back to Matthew, 
In the book of Matthew that we read, in chapter 5, it says, Let your light so shine before men. So we have light. But the light that is in us is the light that Jesus gives to us. Amen? We cannot have any light of our own. In fact, we do not have any light of our own. And the only reason why the light will not shine, why darkness is in us, is because certain areas of our lives, Jesus is not there. Amen? You know, as Christians, we have become so mature and wise in the current world that we are, that we can absolutely make a choice of which areas of our lives we want Jesus to be involved in. Amen? And the truth of it is that all such areas of our lives that we have decided that Jesus cannot come in, we remain, what? Darkness. Because darkness is the default. Amen? And that is why your light cannot shine. The truth is it is that if you do not have the full light of God in every area of your life, then you remain in darkness. Praise the Lord. You remain in darkness. It says men love darkness because their deeds are what? Evil. But that's not our calling. Amen? That's not our calling. Amen? That is not what God has called us into. Praise the Lord. Because he said, if you look before verse 16, if you flip two verses before 16 in verse 14, he says, you... Say, I. You know, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Amen? But in verse 14, Jesus said, Ye are the light of the world. So, what does that mean? It means Jesus has delegated that, that power, that special position the Bible says he came into this world to bring light. Amen? But he has now put that light in you. Amen? So that you are now, what? The light of the world. You can say, actually, just like Jesus said, that I am the light of the world. And I tell you, the ability to say that is only given by the Spirit of God. Amen? And your conscience. The Spirit of God speaks to our conscience. Amen? As believers, we cannot afford to violate the calling of God on our lives. Amen? The, the, the light that is in us is the light of Christ. Amen? And if that light is not in us, what is in us is darkness. There is no middle ground. Amen? Praise the Lord. There is no middle ground. Bible says in Philippians 2, verse 15. Philippians 2, verse 15. It says, Arise, thou that sleepest. Arise, thou that sleepest. And what? It said, I'm not sure I got that right. It said, Arise. Let's check Ephesians 2. 
okay, um, Ephesians 5, rather. Ephesians 5, 14. It says, Awake thou that what? That sleepest. Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from what? From the dead. And Christ shall do what? Shall give thee light. Praise the Lord. And Christ shall give thee light. In verse 15 of Philippians 2 that we're reading, he said, That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without what? Rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you do what? You shine as what? As lights. Which means individually we are light. Amen? Individually we are light. We can say clearly that I am the light of the world. Praise the Lord. And I believe that the, the grace of God the work in our lives will grant us that, that confidence to be able to say that in Jesus' name. So we see that Jesus has put light in us that we can shine so that the world can have what? Can have light. If we don't shine the light of Christ, then the world is in what? In darkness. Praise the Lord. But the question is, how do we shine the light? Jesus did not say, shine the light. No. He said, let your light so shine. There is a standard that God has called us onto in shining the light. Amen? There is a standard of Christ that he has called us onto. To shine. That if we do not fulfill that standard, we cannot meet his, his standard. Amen? The Bible says in the book of First John. If you look at the book of First John, chapter 5. In the book of First John, chapter 5, verse 14. It says, and this is the record that God had given us what? Eternal life. And this life is in what? Is in his son. He that had the son had life. And he that had not the son had not life. Amen? What that means is that the light that will shine, it's only because we have Christ in us. Amen? The light that will shine is only because we have Christ in us. If you look at chapter 1 of the same First John, it then tells us, it then tells us that if we say that we have fellowship with the Son, if we say that we have Jesus in our lives, if we claim that the Son of God that has given us light is in us. Then we need to do what? We need to walk in what? In that what? Light. Amen? In verse 4, I want you to read with me. First John chapter 1, verse, go to verse 6. He said, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we do what? We lie. And the truth is not in us. 
But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Praise the Lord. You know, professing to have the light is not just by the word of mouth. Amen? He says, if we say, which is good, we say we are Christians, yeah? And we have fellowship with him, true. But walk in darkness, then we lie. Because that is, not, that is the manifestation of the truth of our life. Amen? Because you cannot walk in darkness if you have him. We've seen it. If you have him, you walk in what? In light. But if you are walking, if there are areas of our lives where we are not walking in the fullness of his light, then that means we do not have him. It is not a condemnation. It is the default. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, we read it in John 3. It is the default. It's not, I'm not preaching this to condemn you. Jesus said he didn't send his son to condemn the world. He said, the world is condemned already. The darkness is the default. The only way we can have light is to walk in him and truly in him. Not partially in him. Amen? Praise the Lord. And for that reason, he said, he gave, you see, have you not ever wondered why Jesus, in the book of Matthew chapter 5, went on to define his standard, the standard of Christ? He gave so many examples. He said, when you say your light is shining, how does that compare? How does that show in the, in the eyes of men? He said, can men see your life and see the light that is shining in you and recognize that there is Christ in you? The standard of the light of God that will shine in our lives, that will bring men to glorify God is not the standard of the normal man. It's not the standard of the ordinary world. It is the standard of Christ. Amen? That's why he went on to give examples in the book of Matthew. In verse 21, he says, Ye have heard that it was said of old, Thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of judgment. Murder. If I ask you how many murderers are here, I will not see any hand. Amen? But Jesus said, I say unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, thou fool, shall be in danger of what? Of hellfire. That is the standard of Christ. Jesus says anger is equivalent to murder. But you know, very often we recognize anger as a, as a valid area of what? Darkness in our lives. We accept it. And in fact, we say, be angry, but do what? Sin not. But that's not the standard of Christ. The standard of Christ is, don't be angry. Anger, fool, thou fool, thou stupid. And, you know, we range, uh, uh, you know, vile, you know, vile, you know, speaking. Against ourselves. He said we are in danger of hellfire. That is the light of Christ. You know, Jesus went on in verse 27, 28. 
He said, we have heard that it was said by them of old, thou shalt not commit adultery. How many adulterers are here? I will not see any. But I say unto you, whosoever looketh on a woman to lust has committed adultery. See, that is talking about outward sin. But Jesus wants us to go beyond the outward sin. Jesus wants our life to go beyond what people see and think we are good. We are perfect. And we, we know in our heart how we lost after, after things. Amen? That is the standard of Christ. Some people say you can put away your wife for, for fornication, for adultery, or for whatever reason. But Jesus said, if you do that, then remain single. But I know today, the standard of Christ, the standard of the church has what? has come down. Even pastors and, and you know, well-placed people have freely given up their wives. They've gone into divorce. That is not the standard of Christ. It says in verse 40 of 42, we say we should avoid strife. It says it is better for us to be abused, derided, falsely accused and not fight back. That is the standard of Christ. It's easy to love your friends, to have your own clique, you know, your own inner group, your core group. Yeah, the ones that flow with you. But that is not the standard of Christ. If I say you should love your enemies. And sometimes when we talk about praying for our enemies, we do it because we know God will deal with them. <laughs> we say we rain coals of fire upon them. But that's not the standard of Christ. And it is not enough to be outwardly religious. In verse 1, in, in, in verse 1 of chapter 6, he says, Take heed that you do not do your arms before men. Don't, don't showcase your Christianity only because you want to receive the commendation and glory of men. But deep inside, you are a different kind of person. That is not the standard of Christ. In chapter 6, 19, he says, Lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth. He said, But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. He said, well, where your treasure is, there your heart is. The standard of Christ is that our, our life is not about pursuit of wealth, valid as they may be. As, as valid as it may be, but our, our life is not the accumulation, pursuit and accumulation of wealth. Amen? Rather of an, a, a heavenly wealth, the account that is before God. Amen? So how can we attain to these standards? How? It's almost impossible, isn't it? But we know we can always fail when we consider that it is by our own light. Amen? The, the main decision we need to take is just to, 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 to release every areas of our lives to God. Every area of our lives. That's what the psalmist says. He says, Lord, you will do what? You will enlighten my darkness. Praise the Lord. It is our faith in Christ. It is our release of ourselves unto the working of the grace of God in our lives that can cause us to walk and live by the light that Christ has given unto us. Amen? 
That's why it says in Ephesians, it says, Arise, awake thou that sleepest, and Christ will, will do what? Will give you light. Praise the Lord. In the book of Hebrews, there are just often too many things to do in a very short time. In the book of Hebrews, in chapter 4, the Bible says God made a promise to his children. He said he was taking them into the land of Canaan for them to do what? To possess it. He said he was taking them into the land of Canaan to possess it. Praise the Lord. But the Bible says many could not enter into that land because of what? Because of unbelief. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 6. It says, Seeing therefore it remained that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first promised, it was first preached, entered not because of unbelief. Some other scripture will say because of what? Disobedience. I must tell you that the first step in obedience is first to believe the word of God. Amen? As you are hearing his voice today, and the light of God is beginning to shine onto some areas of darkness, Christ wants to come into those areas. Amen? And I want us to begin to pray right now. I want you to, to recognize that the only way we can attain unto the light of God, unto his standard, is indeed to allow him to come in, to believe him, to yield yourself first and foremost unto him. He said, you, you have to cease from your own works. You have to cease from your own wisdom. You have to cease from your own, you know, from your own arrangement. You have to, to, to give up your own, your own works and trust him. He says in verse 9, There remained therefore a rest unto the poor, for he that entered into his rest also has ceased from his own work, as God did from his. The only way we can attain unto the righteousness of God is first to give up of ourselves and our own you know, wisdom and our own ability and just believe. Bible says, this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even what? Even our faith. Just trust in Him absolutely and say, God, I allow you into every area of my life. The Bible says, in, in God there is light, right? And there is no darkness at all. Amen? In Him there is light and there is no darkness at all. Praise the Lord. So if we want to be like Him, there cannot be any darkness at all in us. Amen? The way to do that is to allow Him into every, every, every area of our lives. And those areas of your life that you know that the light of God is not shining in your relationship, your business, in your family life, in the way you conduct your life, you know that the light of God is missing. Because the Bible says, God has light in fullness. Amen? His light does not shine in, 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 in partial intensity. His light shines fully. Amen? So if, light, if the light of God is in you, you will shine in fullness. Amen? I want us to, be, to arise this time. I will take that song that we, we did at the beginning. That song says, I believe in you. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I believe in you. Jesus, I belong to you. You're the reason that I live. 
the reason that I sing, Jesus, I believe. I want you to lift up your hands and just release yourself unto God. Jesus, I believe. Bible says this is the confidence that we have. And this is the victory that overcomes. The victory that overcomes is our faith in Him. Jesus, I believe. Oh, yes. Jesus, I believe. Jesus, I belong to you. You're the reason that I live, the reason that I sing, with all I am. The question I have for you today is, do you have the light? Do you have the light of God in you? Do you have the light shining in every area of your life? And there are some no-go areas where darkness, by default, is existing. The only way to get rid of that darkness is to invite Him into those areas right now. And if you are here today, you do not have the light of God at all. You have not received the light of God at all in your, in your life. I want you to just release yourself unto God right now. And lift up your hand and say, God, I believe in you. I believe in you. Let your light come and shine in my life afresh. If you have not received the light of Christ in your life, just raise up your hand and say, Jesus, let your light shine in my life. Come into my life. I release myself unto you this day. Let your light shine in every area of my life. Father, as many as are lifting up their hands, you know them. I release them into your hand, O God. You said Jesus has come that we might have light. You said he came into this world and his light was the light of men. Cause your light to shine in their lives afresh, O God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And if you are here, your light is not shining in, in full brightness. Because some areas of your life you have not given unto him. Why don't you just speak to God right now? Speak to God right now and say, God... Those areas of my life, those areas of my life where I have cut you out, where I have given up, where I have assumed that I can survive on my own strength. Lord, let your light shine afresh. Let your light shine afresh. He said, arise and shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you right now. As you begin to release yourself unto Him, the glory of the Lord is released upon you right now. Lord, I release every man, every woman standing before you this day. Let your light shine in our lives, in every area of our lives. That our life will bring glory to your holy name. That your light indeed will shine, O God. And your name will be glorified. And men will see the light that is shining in us and give you glory. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Just keep talking to the Lord. Tell Him where you stand. Are you beginning to hear God? Is He speaking to you? His word has been preached. His word has been proclaimed. 
Do you choose to obey or do you remain in disobedience? In John chapter 12, verses 35 and 36, it says this. Then Jesus said to them, a little while longer the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. And in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, it says, For you were once in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Ask yourself that question. Is your life in darkness today? Long time back, God decreed light. And when he decreed light, there was light. That's what the Bible tells us. And when there was light, the darkness disappeared. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. But then Jesus also said, you are the light of the world. If you believe the words of the Lord, you can't be selective. You can't say that Jesus is the light of the world and stop with that. Because Jesus himself said, you are the light of the world. So today, where you are, there should be no darkness. Where you move, there should be light. In your office, there should be light. In your homes, there should be light. When you enter the supermarket, there should be light. When you are in the midst of your friends, there should be light. And there will be no place for darkness. Darkness has no hold upon any one of us. And it has no presence. It has no right to be there in our presence. Because we are the light. That's the authority we have today. Let's take it. Let's claim it. Jesus has given it to us. Let's all say, Father God, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you have made me the light in this world. You have made me the light. You have placed me in my home. You have placed me in my office. You have placed me in my company. You have placed me where I am to be the light. There may be trials and tribulations around, but I am the light. Tell the Lord that. Tell the Lord that. And where there is light, that light will light others. That's our task. Father God, we just want to thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for the word which you have given us today, Lord Father. Reminding us again, Lord Father, that we are the light in the world today, Lord Father. You lit our candles, Lord Father. And today it is our duty to light others' candles, Lord. To bring that light that you are into the lives of others, Lord Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, that our own candles will not be extinguished, Lord Father. That our light shall continue to bright, shall continue to remain bright, Lord Father. And we shall continue to light others, Lord Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, that we shall truly be victors, Lord Father. Help us to live life as the light in this world, Lord Father. Not to live in darkness. Not to be defeated people, Lord Father. To be, but to shine bright. 
to bring joy into the lives of people, Lord Father. Father God, we want to thank and praise you, Lord Father. Father God, thank you, Lord Father, for your servant whom you have used today, Lord Father. And I pray, Lord Father God, that you will continue to anoint him the more, Lord Father. That you will continue to give him your word, Lord Father, so he can deliver it to us, Lord Father, with all clarity, Lord Father. And we will know what you are talking, Lord Father. Father God, we pray, Lord, that your blessings will be upon your servant and his family, Lord Father. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the time, this time that we have had here, Lord. And when we have felt your presence, Lord Father. And Father God, even as we leave this place, Lord Father, help us to walk with our heads held high, Lord Father. A spring in our step, Lord Father. And Father God, help us to take the light that we have, we have with us, Lord so that we may pass it on to others, Lord Father. We thank and we praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.